This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome to the Center for Sports Studies podcast. My name is Brandon Podgorski, Professor of Sport Management at Trine University, and I want to welcome you to this week's podcast. On today's podcast, I am joined by the Sports Sales Manager for Visit Fort Wayne, Jasmine Zavala. In her role, Jasmine is responsible for bringing large sporting events, such as the NCAA Division III Men's Basketball Championship, to Fort Wayne. After a career in sales and customer service, Jasmine now uses her skills to identify potential sporting events that Fort Wayne could host and working with multiple partners from facilities to hotels to make it happen. In this episode, Jasmine discusses her day-to-day responsibilities, the economic and cultural impact these events have on Fort Wayne, and how the bidding process works to secure these events. I hope you enjoy the show. All right, well, today we want to welcome from the um, from Visit Fort Wayne, she is the Sports Sales Manager, Jasmine Zavala. Jasmine, welcome to the show. Hi, Brandon. Thank you so much for welcoming me. Well, it's my pleasure, and I'm excited to have you on. You know, sports tourism is one of those things that um, I think a lot of people are involved in, but might not recognize it's an actual industry, and there's so many moving parts and so many opportunities available in sports tourism. And being right in our backyard here in Fort Wayne, it's exciting to have you on just with all the cool things that um, come to Northeast Indiana. Um, And we're going to get into all that, and I want to hear about all the cool projects Mm -hmm. and stuff coming up. Um, But first, tell us a little bit about your background and how you started, because you were a student athlete in college and, and you worked in sport, got out of it for a little bit, and now you're right back in it. Absolutely. Um, thanks, thanks, Brandon. So for myself, as far as my background, um, of course, went to high school here in, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, at Homestead High School. I uh, was an athlete growing up majority of my life, um, which was such a great opportunity. Um, ended up going to Purdue Fort Wayne uh, for four years, uh, completed my bachelor's there, uh, while at Purdue Fort Wayne, I was um, an athlete, a part of the women's track and field team. So competed for them for three years, uh, which was an awesome experience as well. Um, and then shortly after that, I just kind of broke into my career that I that I have now. So um, my first position after graduating college is I worked for a local or a franchise called Soccer Shots. Um, now what they do is they actually specialized in uh, training for kids that are the ages between two and eight. Um, That franchise was actually owned from a guy that lived out of South Bend. So in my position, being a coaching coordinator, um, I was able to kind of travel around a little bit, was in athletics in a different realm rather than being the athlete. I took on this coaching role and I kid you not, I don't have any kids myself, but teaching kids at that level, there was a lot to learn. And there was a lot that I learned about myself in that realm uh, when it came to patience and just kind of how that kind of, uh, you know, all came together. So after that, um, kind of broke into my sales uh, career and working at Sweetwater Sound. Um, so as a, fortunately, I uh, was with them for about two years, worked on the sales department. So um my position there was a little bit fairly new when I came on board and more so focused on customer retention um, and customer success. So as you know, Sweetwater is a very large uh, music e-commerce company that started out of Fort Wayne. Um, and it was a great, like I said, to be a part of that that company as well. So 
Uh, shortly after that, I came into this role about a year uh, and a few months ago um, as a sports sales manager and honestly just kind of became a great blend of my background with it being not only in sports and sales, but also working in the, the hospitality industry throughout college. I uh, took on some couple serving positions that just kind of helped with, you know, those those bills as they came in uh, with schooling. But also it kind of helped with a lot of interpersonal communication skills that I that I feel kind of carry on to the positions that I've had since. So uh, definitely glad to be a part of this team, uh, to be a part of the industry. It's been um, a great experience thus far. That was just a little tidbit of kind of how I came to where I am now. Well, I love your range of experience because you're dealing with a couple of things. One, you're dealing with a diverse group of people. I mean, working with two-year-old, I got a three-year-old right now, so I understand it's it's hurting cats um, yes. all the way to, you know, um, working in sales and, and working with, you know, inside people and then, you know, working with vendors um, and just having that skill set of being able to relate to different people, but also, you know, on that sales side, um, which, which you addressed a little bit as well you know, being actually able to get your product in front of people um, and, you know, have them make that choice. And I'm assuming that's what we do a little bit or, or what you do a little bit there at Visit Fort Wayne, where, you know, you've got all these cities that see these opportunities to bring in these huge events. And, you know, you sport, especially, it's about a $5 billion industry. Um, there's a ton of money and ton of um, opportunities to bring huge events, whether, you know, it's everything from volleyball to softball, soccer, everything in between. Um, so tell us about your day-to-day -day at Visit Fort Wayne. Um, and I hate using double barrel questions. So I'll, I'll, I'll say the second part of the question for after this, but tell us about your day to day. And then I want to ask you about, you know, how Fort Wayne is kind of, or, or how we situate Fort Wayne as an attractive uh, destination for these events. Yeah, absolutely, Brandon. You really kind of hit it on the nail too, um, aside from, you know, the, the sports industry with what Visit Fort Wayne does and what we are is we are a destination marketing organization and we're also a non-for-profit. So our goal and what my goal is, is to bring in sports events to Fort Wayne to get those people to visit, to experience our restaurants, to experience our local attractions. But in addition to that, kind of gain this repertoire as a, as a prime sports destination in the Midwest and even in the country. So um, to kind of answer your question, essentially how my day kind of starts is I could manage anywhere between you know, 15 to 25 different accounts. And what that means is I work with national governing bodies. Um, I work with uh, national organizations as far as trying to not only forge a relationship with that contact or that person that manages those events, but also trying to understand, does this event fit within the venues that and assets that we have in our destination? So um, a lot of times um, I am making calls or talking or connecting with people. Like I said before with, with you, Brandon, off, off key here was a lot of times I don't get in front of these people, right? A lot of those national governing bodies entities are located in Colorado, which is quite a ways from Fort Wayne. Um, but there are, there are trade shows that I actually attend about six is what I attended last year. And I actually get to go and, and speak with them in person. So kind of forging that relationship. That's something that I'm constantly doing throughout my day. Uh, secondly, is with this being more so a, a really large um, community effort, I have to make sure that I manage and, and forge relationships with our partners here in town. So what I'm what my goal is, is to help our local venues like the Plex, the Coliseum, 
you know, Turnstone, help them to essentially host events and, and, and help to connect with those respective uh, contacts. So a lot of times I'm meeting with Turnstone to talk about, okay, what is it that we have in the pipeline that, that I can help with, help with on a city level? What is it that you would like to have in the future that I can help forge that relationship or maybe help in another realm? Um, so sometimes a lot, I'm really just kind of connecting with them on a daily basis. Um, and even in addition to that, a large piece of this is, is our hotels. So essentially with us being a non-for-profit, we are um, uh, funded by our innkeepers tax. So anytime somebody stays a night in our hotels, there's a portion of that tax that comes back to our organization. So of course the goal is to get as many people here to visit, but to also stay the night. So a lot of times when I'm trying to win a piece of business, what hotels we have available, how much of their inventory is available and at what rates, all of those little pieces go into whether we, we actually secure that business or not. So I'm making sure that I'm connecting with them on a daily basis of, hey, what is it a time frame that you feel you need help with filling? Does this event you think would be too large? Fort Wayne, fortunately, is, is kind of that we are that second largest city of Indiana. So we have a roughly coming up on 350,000 residents population, which puts us at about a tier, tier two level when it came to like our city. And in comparison, you know, Indianapolis has 3 million people. So they have a, an, an array of hotels. We only have about 5,500 total guest rooms in Allen County. So all of those little pieces I have to keep in mind, you know, this isn't where I'm going out and I look at an event, I'm like, hey, I, I think that event would be great in Fort Wayne. I'm really connecting with my partners on a daily basis. I'm connecting with that national governing body to make sure as the liaison that I am putting the right fit and it makes sense for us as a destination. As Fort Wayne, as a destination, um, how do you go about selling it? You know, I, I live in Fort Wayne and and you're in Fort Wayne. We're Northeast Indiana here at Trine. We know how great it is, um, but others might not know much about Fort Wayne. I think m many people, when you tell them about Indianapolis, you know, they're familiar with the Final Four and the Super Bowl, um, you know, being a, a tier two location, you know, Fort Wayne might not hold something like that, but they've held some pretty big events. Um, so what are some of the selling points for Fort Wayne when you're going out and trying to uh, solicit some of these events? Yeah. So, um, and, you know, firstly, uh, with the partners that we do have, I've been so fortunate to work with, they've really kind of made it such an easy process when it comes to, Hey, I have a, somebody who is interested in coming to Fort Wayne. I need some to check with a hotel or a venue if they have availability. Those people are, are right on the, you know, ready to pick up the phone and ready to have that discussion. But on the back end, when I'm actually connecting with these national governing bodies or other organizations, I really try to focus on, you know, what foreign does best, because there are plenty of other cities that these places or these event organizers can go to. But if I can kind of focus in on really like our golden nuggets, if you will, for one being that we are a very family friendly destination, um, a lot of youth tournaments, you know, they'll say in reference, like they'll go to Chicago and like, oh, you know, maybe I didn't really necessarily feel too safe going, going, walking out, um, you know, in the blocks or downtown. Or they'll say, you know, other destinations, it's a little, it's more of a 40 minute drive when in Fort Wayne, it, we're very well connected. So I think that's been a really big selling point for us is just how uh, interconnected we are and how safe we are. In addition to that, like you said, Fort Wayne has seen tremendous growth 
um, economically and even in, in a community respect. And so for me, it's really easy to kind of explain that although we are not a tier one destination with what we have to offer, there is so much that you can experience not only in the great venues that we have available, but what's available outside of that. For instance, um, the General Electric's project that's currently happening, a lot of people love to see that kind of newness, that innovation. Um, really what is happening down there is, is really great to see for Fort Wayne. Our convention center, although I don't really host or look to host a lot of sporting events in there, it's very embedded in our downtown where you can truly walk a block that only maybe takes a minute and you, you're you know in downtown in the landing or promenade park, all those little pieces those things really shine, I think, when I'm talking about our destination. And I would say probably our my last point is not only do we have all this available, but we also have it available in an affordable, affordable manner. With sports tournaments with you, like you mentioned, you do have kids of your own. When you're traveling, that's something that is kind of top of mind. Of course, you know, you, you're giving your kid the experience. They get to go to these different places and they get to compete but a lot of times it really does put a, put a wear essentially on the financial side for parents or, or for families. So for Fort Wayne, I wouldn't say that we're, you know, at the top when it comes to expenses, but we're also not at the bottom. I would like to say we're kind of right in that middle. Um, I mean, it's, it's the fact that there's not a lot of places that you have to pay for 30 hour, $30 an hour for parking. I mean, that's just one of those small things that, I'm always thinking of when it comes to the details, because those are the things that truly matter outside of the sport venue and outside of the hotel piece. Uh, a lot of, you know, um, organizers are really looking at experience. And that's such a big thing right now in sports tourism is outside of just hosting the tournament. What experience can you offer this athlete? Even at the collegiate level, that always is a number one thing that they're always discussing and want to talk about is what is it that Fortway can offer to a college athlete to where this experience is going to be one that they will always remember. So that's just really a few of the things that I tried to hone in on when having these conversations. Yeah, that's interesting. The experience piece, I guess, you know, you might not necessarily think about that just kind of the average fan. Hey, okay, we're going to bring teams to town and we're going to have this event. But I mean, you know, I, I coached college basketball for a number of years and felt like I've kind of traveled everywhere for lack of a better term. You're kind of stuck where you're at. And it is nice to get out of the hotel and be able to do some things, whether it be, you know, some type of fun type of a, event, um, even just going to a, a 10 caps game or just being able to blow off steam or, or to a restaurant where you don't have to get pizzas delivered, you know, three times in one week. Um, and that's kind of interesting to see. So with that, what are some of the other things that Fort Wayne offers? You talked about some of the things downtown with uh, electric works and in the promenade and in the landing. Uh, what are some of the things that the feedback you're getting that, uh, um, these events are like, oh, wow, that that was really great that Fort Wayne has this that other places haven't been able to offer. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and <clears throat> I'll kind of touch on a little bit of the bid process up and coming to where they will actually come to Fort Wayne. So um, another thing that I do is when these event organizers, let's say I'm meeting with you, Brandon, and you're a part of USA Hockey. You've never been to Fort Wayne before, but you're interested in our ice house that we have here. At that point, if we find that everything else kind of comes in line and you're ready to kind of view and see Fort Wayne other than me kind of telling it to you or showing it through social media or pictures, I welcome you on a site visit. And so during that site visit, Brandon, I really uh, will arrange everything as far as helping you get the flight that 
works best within your schedule, getting you here for at least a day, sometimes two, depending on the level of event. And I organize that whole day down to the minute of what we're going to see, who we're going to meet, and essentially at the end, what that goal is, right? So a lot of times, and a thing that we really kind of, um, a term or a phrase that we use in our sales office here is once people come to Fort Wayne and they see it, they're sold. A lot of, and it's, and it's so great and fortunate for me in my position where I have a destination that is truly just self-marketable. It's just one of those places where you come and it's such a different experience just because of it's not a huge city, but it's also not small, right? So when they come and they see the facilities that we have, I mean, to your point, the tin caps downtown, when that actually came into fruition, it just kind of really started to be that first space to grow downtown. And a lot of people love to go out and, and, and experience that. So not only that, but um, a lot of times when we're going to our venues, they see that connection, that that personal connection that we that I have with that partner. And what that means is, is essentially, you know, you're not just going to a venue and you're like, okay, um, you know, Brandon with USA Hockey and you go through the visit and it's over with. A lot of times we, they know each other on a first, you know, name basis. And I think that level of connection is truly important when it comes to that sales process as well. So um, as far as feedback, when those destinations do, or uh, organizers decide to come to our destination, a lot of times, especially with the youth market, like I said, they feel so safe here. That's always been the biggest feedback that I've that I've heard. Um, also, just with how connected it is, where we there's a specific tournament that we hosted for the first time in 2022, and it's one of the largest basketball tournaments that we've hosted here in our city called the Lutheran Basketball Association of America National Tournament, and that hosts. Um, over 2,200 athletes, all between in the ages like a middle school range. And so you can imagine the mass of families that are coming in. Previously where they were, a lot of these hotels were spread out to where they had to drive over an hour. And it was one of those things where they had to come to that facility maybe more than once that day. So that just was something that we didn't really recognize was an issue previously, but when they came to Fort Wayne, they recognized even though they were spreading them out, we thought pretty far within Allen County at hotels, it was always within a 20 to 25 minute drive for them. And that was one of the biggest feedback points that we got was just how well connected it is, how accommodating Fort Wayne is. And just like I said, having that personal connection. I mean, when people would walk in, we hosted it at Turnstone. When these athletes would walk into Turnstone, um, they just felt so welcomed and they just felt that they, we essentially were just kind of that second home for them. And that's something that I tried to, you know, put forth in my, in my work and also try to put forth in, in clients and forging those relationships. So what have been some of the events that have come through Fort Wayne? Um, you know, I, I know you've only been with visit Fort Wayne for a year or a little over a year. So you're still kind of working on some of these. So, uh, but what have some of been some of the big events that people may not know about that come through uh, the Summit City every year, whether you've been involved with them or uh, just kind of historically in the past? Yeah, I mean, and I'll kind of touch on this event uh, just because there is uh, things that are coming in the pipeline here recently. But one that um, Fort Wayne has hosted since 2019 um, has been the Men's Division Three uh, Basketball Championships. So what's unique about that event is that is the first NCAA 
basketball championship that's ever been hosted in Fort Wayne. Um, and secondly, it's hosted at, our, our, at the Memorial Coliseum. So in order to bid or to host an NCAA tournament, you of course have to have a college entity that's associated or partnered with that event. So we've been fortunate to partner with Manchester University and the Coliseum. And with Visit Fort Wayne in our position, um, we more so kind of are the hospital hospitality piece of it all. So we try to make that experience great for the locals, but also the athletes that are coming in, right? And the, and what's really been awesome about that is that event we've secured up until 2026. Um, and it's something that we plan to host continuously in, in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I mean, we've really, you know, gauged a great relationship with the uh, liaison that we work with, with the NCAA headquarters. Uh, we actually just welcomed them on a site visit um, last week just to come in and check out the hotels, make sure everything is in line. It's a pretty extensive process compared to other uh, organizations or national governing bodies that I work with. Um, and what recently, uh, and kind of alluding to how bidding works is the term that we use is the NCAA uh, bid championships are now open um, are going to be open for bid, which means that they have 86 championships that cities like Fort Wayne could have an opportunity to bid on. And that's anything between field hockey to ice skating, to wrestling, to basketball. So for me in my you know first year in this position, it'll be the first time being involved in that. But there's just been you know a lot of tenure here in the office. There's a lot of people that worked on that bid back in 2019. So it's it's pretty exciting to have that open up and, and look at other opportunities because I think Fort Wayne would be a great uh, destination to host other events outside of basketball. So I want to allude to maybe what we're kind of looking at, but I think it's a great opportunity uh, and NCAA. And, and even in addition to that, the colleges that we have here in Fort Wayne and even in Allen County, even up into, you know, trying um, – those colleges are just amazing in their conferences as far as sports performance. I mean, Indiana Tech is such a powerhouse in the NAA and uh, Purdue Fort Wayne has really kind of grown uh, that, that repertoire and, and um, you know, even trying and also Manchester University. So having those colleges is really a big help um, when it comes to NCAA bids, NAIA bids, and just trying to gather that interest from them. And I certainly don't want you to give away any, you know, insider information or, you know, yeah. um, kind of uh, company secrets. But what's that bid process like, whether you're working with the NCAA or, or maybe even kind of uh, more kind of club organizations? Um, mm -hmm. How do you go about because I'm, I'm sure the NCAA post them and, hey, here's the championships that are open for bid. Um, how do you put together your pitch for Visit Fort Wayne? Yeah, so. Um... For the NCAA, like I said, uh, first time for me and kind of really getting into the process and learning more about it. Um, for, for me, there's, uh, like I said, I go to these trade shows and the NCAA liaison who works with all these championships, he was actually at one of these trade shows and made a presentation, kind of talked about that process. And what's really awesome is when I attend these trade shows, I get to kind of have these one-off conversations uh, with those people who are kind of managing that bid process. Um, so as of right now, we're kind of right in our, you know, beginning stages of having those conversations of what that looks like. 
but there is a, essentially a portal where we would upload essentially um, the facility that we plan to partner with all of that information. I mean, we're talking down to square footage, amount of seating available, like just all those different pieces. Um, and then also the uh, college that would be associated with the partnership as well, as far as that information, um, what that looks like too. And then lastly, <clears throat> with us being the hospitality side, you know, what types of assets do we have as a destination outside of the venue and the, and, and the, the college? What hotels are available? Like what attractions there are? All of those pieces just really have to be dialed in. Um, now, for other process, um, with working with other organizations, um, I will use USA Hockey as an example since I mentioned it already. Um, those processes vary by organization. Um, what that kind of looks like is there are different databases that Visit Fort Wayne or myself are a part of or describe, uh, subscribe to. What those databases do is they will post RFPs. That's an acronym for a request for proposal. Those RFPs will essentially line out how many athletes, the dates of the event, all the different pieces, details that matter if we were to decide on wanting to pursue it or not. So let's say that I see a USA Hockey um, Junior Nationals, high school junior nationals pop up, RFP is available. I see that. <clears throat> then I'll take that RFP, decide if it's something that fits in our destination. And I and then just from looking at it from a you know quick one sheet or layman's term, and let's say that we do have the available the uh, capacity, I'll then connect with the venue of who, where that will be hosted. So I would connect with Sport One Ice House. Ask them if they have availability, if it's something that could fit within their realms, if the budget numbers kind of lined up, those discussions start to begin. Now with those discussions, they can last anywhere between, you know, I've had RFP to booked in like a month, which is not ideal at all. Um, that's a, one of those things where, uh, especially when COVID happened, Fort or Indiana was not shut down like Michigan and Ohio was. So a lot of those tournaments that were in Michigan or Ohio, or, or I'm sorry, uh, Chicago, Illinois area, they needed to find somewhere to go because organizers didn't want to cancel their tournaments for various reasons. Indiana was still open. I wasn't uh, in my position that I'm in now when that was happening, but I could, I could see that there were a lot of events that were coming in within months of them needing to host. So in addition to that, there are times where a bid process can take a couple of years. And you can see that a little bit more on the conference side. Um, my colleague who works specifically with the Greenway Convention Center and works with the conferences, she books out on business all the way out until 2028, 2030. So for me, that booking range can probably, now that we're kind of seeing our funnel filling, we're about a year to two years out right now. So we're looking at events that are 2024 20, and out. Um, so a lot of times, like I said, I'm connecting with the venue after I connect with the venue, then I'm talking to the organizer and then I'm kind of acting as that liaison at that point. So I'm connecting, you know, the event organizer with the venue. A lot of times too, there are, there are opportunities where clubs have to be a part of that bid. So for instance, USA Ultimate, Fort Wayne has an ultimate club. We need a club in order to bid on a USA Ultimate event. 
So I'm not only connecting with the venue, I'm now also connecting with the club to see, okay, are we, is this something that we're interested in doing? Is it something, you know, within the capacity of the club? And, and it's a lot of those conversations. So you can kind of see that. And I like to say, I'm really truly in the, in the business of people where I'm making sure that because I have those strong connections and those strong relationships that I can kind of engage and, and get them, you know, kind of excited and, and, and empower them to bid on an event that maybe they weren't really looking at at one time, or maybe didn't feel that they had the capacity to do so. And there's been a lot of success in the first year, even before my time of visit for has kind of really gained that repertoire, but essentially it can, like I said, it can go from a month of turning or it can take a couple months, but it's really just kind of continuing the conversation and continuing to engage the client. Um, so there are a lot of different ways to do that. So it's, it's been kind of great to kind of pave my own way. But with the guidance of the team here, it's, it's been a great experience thus far. Wow. So I'm imagining your position um, need to be highly organized um, <laughs> and pretty good interpersonal skills, if I'm right. <laughs> If only you could see my desk right now, Brandon, uh, you might have a different opinion. But yes, there has to be a definite organization to it because you definitely don't want to lose track of those clients. You know, there'll be times where I haven't talked to a client in six months, but that doesn't necessarily mean a negative. It's just more so, okay, I got to make sure I'm checking in, um, you know, even though their event is out in 2024, 2025. So yes, it's it takes a lot of... Uh, people skills and our personal skills. It takes a lot of knowledge about Fort Wayne. And I've been fortunate that I grew up here and I loved everything about Fort Wayne when I grew up here, while I was growing up here. So all that definitely carries over. Well, organized chaos is still, is still organized. So I, I <laughs> you know, I think I that's like actually a, a, an athlete, like in, in, in very, you know, short terms is there's a lot of times where, and I'll even say my experience as a college athlete and growing up, and, and, you know, with sports is there are so many skills that I picked up from, from that alone that still, you know, translate into my position now, really kind of having that, that calm of when there's a lot going on and keeping that focus. I mean, that is something that I think has truly been for me, the lar the larger piece that sometimes I just try to, for I just forget about having and it's just kind of a habit now but I I would like to say it has everything to do with being an athlete and really knowing how to kind of focus in um and 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 see your eyes on the prize if you will so well and that's something I talk with our students here we've got you know I think about half of our students are athletes here at Trine and um I talk about that time management piece um it's the education that they're not paying for but that they'll use after college learning how to be able to uh, juggle practice and class and social activities and, and so on and so forth. Um, what do you think has been the impacts of these events coming to Fort Wayne? Certainly financially, that would, would always be an interesting one just from a sport business per perspective, but also, you know, reputationally for the city. Absolutely. Um, so in the sports tourism industry, you know, outside of just my position, it's really just expanded and it's one of those things where when a destination or a city gets awarded let's say like a national event for USA hockey it's something that translates and is recognized and everybody in the, in the sports industry sees it and you know a lot of times I, I really truly love opportunities like this Brandon because 
not a lot of people kind of know what Visit Fort Wayne does or, or know what we are a part of just because we're one of those organizations where we're just here to be a, a resource, right? And so for instance, uh, at the same, sorry, at the same rate, we do actually make sure that we're taking, keeping track of all of those numbers and of those visitors that are coming in. That economic impact is truly that driver uh, for business here that I tried to pursue. So to kind of give you just a little couple numbers here, um, in 2020 alone, uh, we generated over $9 million in economic impact. And the way that that's actually measured is by uh, room nights. So when working with those clients, we connect with them on making sure that they have enough rooms before they arrive. Then after the arrival, we actually get room night pickup from our partners with those numbers and then putting into a system that has an algorithm that's widely utilized from DMOs similar to ours, it pops out or gives us exactly the amount of economic impact, the tax that's you know being driven and, and the dollars that are being spent depending on the level and, and the age. So um, that was a really big number for us in 2022, especially with, like I said, in 2020 and 2021, numbers were just not the same. Um, so, and then even in addition to that, um, we brought over <clears throat> and that number only came from sports and conferences. So in addition to our sales team here, uh, we also have a visitor services team who works with visitors and, and, and locals. And then we also have a marketing team. So there are other, uh, you know, avenues or assets that, um, add on to that number. So as a destination for Fort Wayne. Um, in 2021, there was over $741 million brought in economic impact from visitors to our city. Um, so that we welcomed over 6.5 million visitors alone. So those are just one of those things, like I said, a couple numbers to kind of give you a little bit of a, a realm of what our destination um, has done and essentially what, um, you know, me and my position, what we're able to kind of and, and the, my counterpart, what we're able to attribute to. So um, a lot of those events, I mean, there's events that we have, like I said, NCAA, uh, NAIA, <clears throat> one of the largest ones that's been in Fort Wayne for quite a while that's known on an international level is State Wars. Um, so State Wars is roller hockey. Um, that event welcomes hundreds of teams from all over the world. And it's truly incredible. They come every four years. Um, they rotate between uh, Fort Wayne, um, St. Louis, and Detroit. And um, the reason why that one is such a, a great event is they stay over a week and a half um, in Fort Wayne, and they have all different levels. They have a youth level, an adult level, and then a pro division. So at the Ice House, they literally use up all three ice rinks for that week and a half, two weeks of just straight competition. Um, and what's so awesome about that is there's all different age levels that are coming in, not only from you know, a regional standpoint, but from a national and international standpoint. So for us, and my thought process is, you know, when these people are flying into Fort Wayne for the first time, they're coming into maybe the you know the U.S. for the first time. At that point, when they when they arrive and they're and they get off that plane, that's kind of where we're on stage, right? Like we are, you know, 
setting ourselves up to put our best foot forward. And so we're really always thinking about those little details. Um, so welcoming a group like that with how large and how vast they are in, in different market, um, it's really a great opportunity for us, like I said, to put our better put our best foot forward. So that's one of my favorites. It's gonna be the first that I've uh gonna be the first time that we I welcome it in my position. But um it's one of those things that when they come into town, I mean I'm sorry to say it, Brandon, but a lot of restaurants might be pretty packed or you might have to wait a little a little bit to uh to enjoy that. But you know, it's people that can walk away and maybe have never been to Fort Wayne before and they can talk about it, you know, in a, in a positive light and, and they're excited to come back on the next rotation. So. Well, that's one of my favorite things about always flying home and, and flying back into Fort Wayne. I know I'm going to get a cookie when I get off the plane and, you know, it's just kind of one of those unique kind of Fort Wayne uh, airport things, but it, it does, you know, little things like that. It really does make a difference when you're rolling out the red carpet um, for these groups. And so the last thing I'd like to ask, you know, for anybody who's listening, who wants to get in this, um, you know, we got a lot of students who I think when they think about working in sport, like, okay, I got to work for a pro team or I got to work for a college team. Um, well, your position, you get to touch all these different mm -hmm. aspects of pro sports, college sports, and then club sports. Um, and you get to network and interact with so many uh, different types of people. Um what would be your advice to any students who want to break into sport tourism? That is a great question. You know, truly uh, for me, I think what has been the biggest uh, attribute as far as my experience outside of, you know, being a college athlete and outside of uh, obtaining a degree through PFW um, and as to my success here in, in my position is, uh, having that hospitality background really helped. And it was one of those things that I, you know, will say again, uh, when I was back in school, my, you know, thought was I didn't want to continue with hospitality. I know that I enjoyed sales. I knew that I enjoyed people and I knew that I enjoyed sports and I wanted to figure a way to kind of blend all those. And I had in college, you know, you really try to explore yourself and you try to, discover those passions. And I was just continuing to um, search different avenues. And I think for me in this position, having that hospitality background really helped. Um, but also networking is very huge. I mean, if I were to kind of go back um, when I was in school, that was something I would do even more. I felt like the positions that I had when I was you know, serving and, and bartending at different places, there were so many different people that I was meeting and there's people that I still use to this day in my position of, Hey, I know somebody who, who knows how to do this or has a connection with that. Connections are so huge. Um, but as far as, you know, in, in the uh, college space and having that sports marketing background, I mean, that would be really a, a, an additional asset that I wish that I had that would be helpful. I imagine in, in this position as well. Um, so as far as that, you know, giving that advice for those, those that are in school now and then those who are trying to explore what that next step is, is continue to network, continue to connect, um, take as much as you can in from those mentors. I had many mentors growing up in, in different uh, career spaces just to try and help discover essentially where I wanted to end up. Um, and truly, you know, I would say that this is kind of that first step in that direction for me in my career space and where I would like to see myself end up 10 years from now. So, 
Well, I'm so glad you said networking because that's a drum I continue to bang all the time, regardless yeah. of your major or or experience. And experience is a big part of it. But you know, um, having people you know who know you and like you is is huge. Um, so, Jasmine, if anybody wanted to learn more about visit Fort Wayne, um, where could they they find them online or or on social media? Absolutely. So um, first step is, of course, we do have a live website. It's really quick and easy. Visit portwayne.com. There's a lot of different, you know, even if they're local, if outside of kind of what we discussed today, there's a lot of resources there. Um, if you want to kind of explore the, the sports realm as well, uh, if you check out that website and go under uh, sports tournaments and look at our facilities, I mean, it has a lot of different uh, assets and, and materials there that you can kind of read just to kind of look over of essentially the things that I've talked about today. Um, also feel free to reach out to me as well. I can always be, you know, a, a somebody that could, if that has questions or curious about uh, my position, there are times where Visit Fort Wayne does have open sales positions um, or internship opportunities. So, um, that is something that I can give that information to you as well, Brandon, at the end of this uh, meeting, and just to kind of at least, you know, be in a listening ear uh, for those that are in school and, and, and kind of wanting to explore different opportunities for careers. And so if you're listening, it's Jasmine Zavala with the uh, with Visit Fort Wayne. She's the sports sales manager. Um, Jasmine, thank you so much for your time. This was uh, an excellent talk. Absolutely, Brandon. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to listen to our next episode on February 2nd as we speak with Texas Ranger Scout Mike Medici. As always, we'd like to say a special thank you to producer Josh Hornbacher for his work behind the scenes. This is the Center for Sports Studies podcast, broadcasting from the Trine Broadcasting Network. If you like this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the Center for Sports Studies podcast on your favorite podcasting platform and give us a five-star rating if you like what you heard. For more information about the Center for Sports Studies, please visit trine.edu. Also, be sure to like the Trine Center for Sports Studies on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TrineCSS. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.